Hello and welcome to Toronto, Canada, and you're just in time for some conversations about cups, courtesy, kind cups, and Justins, actually, with a couple of songs thrown in, join Augustine, Addy, and Canadian Ben, uh, with the host Ukulele Ben, for this, the Toronto Ukulele Road Trips Podcast. Woo! Well, hello, Canada, and hello, Toronto. Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. Hey! Oh, well, that's a great greeting. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> We're good. Everyone here is good, right? Yeah, we just yeah. ate a ton of pizza. Well, I'm here with Adi. Hi. Hi, how are you? Uh, Augustine? Correct. And Ben. Hello. I'm very happy to have another Ben on the podcast. You never have too many Bens. And we're here to talk about Toronto and Canada, Ontario. It's where we're at. It's sort of, would you describe it, north of USA, for the people who don't know. <laughs> it's in the general, yeah, direction north of the USA. But it's actually one of the most southern like large cities in Canada. Yeah. The, one of the know. warmest as well. There you go. Well, well. Facts. All, all the Toronto facts. Let me talk a, a bit about you uh, to the listeners. Uh, hi, by the way, listeners. So you're a quite diverse group. It would be one way of uh, putting it. But that's quite fitting because Toronto is a really diverse city. Right? Very true. Adi, yeah. you're uh, from uh, India originally. Right. I'm from New Delhi. And I moved to Canada five years ago. And Augustine, you're from Mexico? Correct. Sort of the same, sort of the same, but from different the, yeah. country. Different country, D- don't even share a border, but yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> similar. <laughs> and uh, yourself, Ben, you are from here. Yeah. Um, you're our token Canadian. Yeah, I'll play the part of the he, token He's the minority. Yeah, I'm in the more minority in on Toronto, this podcast. At least in Toronto. You're <laughs> responsible for the, the slight whiff of maple syrup we're all enjoying at the moment. Well, there's something very interesting about Toronto is that it has the largest foreign-born population of any metropolitan area in Canada. That means that actually sort of half of anybody who lives in the Toronto area was born outside of Canada. So uh, our immigrants, like uh, two of you guys on the sofa. Right. Correct. Um, So there's a slight imbalance. It's not 50-50 like in Toronto. I could have invited some people. (laughs) <laughs> how does that influence the the way you live do you feel like because ben you're from ottawa but uh, how does that uh, change the, the lives of people in toronto this great uh, mix um i think you just like i don't know about about you guys but i just like notice it mostly when i'm like on the subway or something like uh, you just look around and you just see people like all different like colors and races of, of people and like you know in like the average day other than having like access to like all sorts of like great food and stuff like that yeah uh, it, you seem to just be like immersed in it really yeah it doesn't really like until until you like take a moment to like look around and you go like oh shit like there's some white people here but there's also like all sorts of other people here yeah which is uh pretty cool but if you don't take a second to like realize it and look around right. it seems like you know like you're just immersed in it so yes you probably don't really notice it and it was just that's the great thing about toronto i've heard is that everybody sort of just blends in with the life and it's quite easy to establish yourself here would you say that adi yeah that's completely correct like um so it was never too tough to move to Canada because mm-hmm. everybody is really understanding, really appreciative of your culture as well. And, you know, if I tell anybody where I'm from, they're always like, oh, tell us a bit more about yourself, about your culture, because they want to know. They never, they're never, you know, discriminating you on the basis of where you're coming from. So that's one good thing about Canada, for sure. Would you agree to that, Augustine? 
Yeah, for sure. Canada is a pretty civilized, um, polite society, and you like I have always felt welcome here. Right. Yeah. Well, a funny thing that I noticed when I was landing, and this is something slightly different, <clears throat> is uh, the shape of the cities rather than the people that live in them. And something, and it shocked me as a European because I've never seen this before. But as I was landing, I just saw huge grids everywhere, and um, the way it's quite funny the way the cities are built because they're probably not built over time, but they're very much planned, mm -hmm. which means that everything is a bit like a chessboard. Is that the case all around Ontario, would you say, or yeah, I mean, all around like, Toronto? Like Ottawa is like that. Yeah, pretty much. In a lot of ways, because you can sort of like break it down as a, as a grid, like yeah. you were saying. And, but Montreal yeah. is not like that, though. No. No, I guess the older the city is, the more that they're like building around older things that used yeah. to be there. But, but yeah, in it's Toronto, just, it's like they just tear stuff down, yeah. put up something new, and then like... <laughs> condos, let's be precise. Condos, yeah, some of the time. Toronto is um, full of condos. Yeah. Condos is, are these big apartment blocks, right? Yeah. Where they're people they're buy a flat. Exactly. Right. Yes, I, I've heard a lot about condos. and are you even It's so a flat. We don't know what a flat is. A flat. A flat. <laughs> a flat, I think, is a condo. There you go. Yeah. But with a go. different uh, name. Yeah, actually, I, I, uh, my first encounter with Ontario wasn't Toronto, but the suburb of it. I went to Oakville and to a couple of other ones, and uh, a lot of people live sort of outside the city and come to work inside it. Is that, are we downtown here? Yeah, yeah we are so downtown right now. I think you'll see like a sort of central cluster of like businesses and activities and like Basically, people and like a really dense, dense area. Mm -hmm. And then places where it's cheaper to live, like the suburbs, far away from the city, far away that are connected by basically highways or trains or, or something like that. Like the GO train connects us to Oakville. Or slow traffic at rush hour. <laughs> or very shitty traffic. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, like right now we are, we're pretty much in the middle of the city. Like yeah. Toronto is really, like we're walking distance from the financial district. We're walking distance from like Chinatown Chinatown from so much stuff right now like we're basically in the middle of like Toronto shamefully has only two subway lines but nice. we are basically living uh, in the middle of them in the middle of the of the two of subway the circle. lines so what does downtown mean it means center doesn't it pretty much right I, that's, that's where you see the CN Tower <laughs> yeah I guess it's kind of like the cultural in hub in Toronto and the if you see the CN Tower the you're in downtown True. Pretty much. And we can see the CN Tower from our backyard. Oh, wow. Well, not now because it's pitch dark. Well, it lights up. Oh, that's a good point. What? <laughs> they thought of that. <laughs> well, thanks for this little walk around downtown, which means the center. Let's have a quick short break and we'll be right back. Here, here, dear listener, just a little ukes up to tell you that the ukuleles that I'm playing and that you're hearing on this adventure going north are clown music ukuleles, and clown music are also helping make this adventure possible. So feel free to check out their ukes on cloud-music.us, and also you can get them directly on the store of the Ukulele Road Trips website. Yeah, true story. Oh, I forgot. I've been in Quebec before, and that's not really the theme tune there. But now that I'm in Ontario, we could sing the national hymn in English. Oh shit! Do you oh, know it, Augustine? <laughs> don't you need to, Don't you need to know it to pass the citizenship? Okay, test? I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Augustine, I think, I, I think I'm closer to that. But I'll learn oh, yeah. it when I 
when I get there. So, Augustine, you don't know the lyrics yet, but you're supposed no. to for some sort of test. Can you talk about that? Well, until I, I it would be, I guess, the citizenship test, but that's like years ahead. Like, oh, right. I don't even have permanent residence yet, so once I get that, then so I need to spend like... How are you residing here? Oh, uh, I have a, a legal post... No, <laughs> I have a, like a work permit that you get when you study here. Are you still studying here? No, they give you a postgraduate work permit, oh, like once okay. you finish a degree here. Oh, right. Uh, sometimes so, you're eligible to have like an open work permit. That's fantastic. So we've got here on the sofa the three stages of immigration. Augustine, you're yeah. just finishing your studies. Adi, you're working now. And Ben, you're full Canadian. You've gone full Canadian. I got it is, made. It's like Pokemon. Sorry to say that you're stage one, Augustine. But it's like if being Canadian is the fool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can get there if you defeat yeah. lots of other Pokemons. You're a Caterpie. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you're a Caterpie. It's an interesting analogy. And you're but a yeah. Butterfree. I'm a Butterfree. <laughs> you gotta speak Pokemon to get that. <laughs> My favorite was always the little uh, blue one, I think. But the little red one. Red, red one. Charmander. Charmander. And then he gets Charmilla. pretty big. Oh, I like the middle Charmilla. one. I'm going to edit this out probably. <laughs> Charizard? Who's Char where's Charizard? All right, let's forget about Canada. Let's just talk about yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, I, I was mentioning the, the hymn because actually I like the melody a lot. And also because I may have a song where I change the lyrics of it. But I wanted to talk about Tim Hortons actually. Sure. And this is sort you of a... You talk about French vanilla. That's what you want to talk about. French vanilla. Right. What's that? Yeah, so French vanilla is pretty much the flavor of Canada, and once you get hooked to it, you can't like, I, I disagree. get unhooked. That's sacrilege. <laughs> it's like the flavor for all, all immigrants, Ben. Not for oh, all I thought Canadians. it was the ice caps. The ice caps are the ones that really... In the summer, dude. And this is the like, winter. Okay, what ice cap is sort of... Uh, ice cappuccino. Ice cream? No, oh, ice no. cappuccino. Ice, ice cappuccino. Wow, that sounds very downtown Toronto. Yeah, but it's like, it's really addictive. Like, they put coke on it or something because you just get hooked like that. I think it, it's sugar. Okay, that could be another... <laughs> sugar in it. Yeah, another possibility. Yeah. By the way, why, why is it called Tim Horton? Is it the, just the name of the guy who invented coffee in Canada? He's a famous hockey player, Tim Horton. Right. Uh, and he essentially opened his own coffee shop and then it like became a huge chain and everything. But he was a Toronto Maple Leaf. Uh, player really yeah did people go because they knew who Tim Horton was and he was a huge must have been at the beginning right it was like his celebrity is what brought people to the coffee shop and then you know somebody else bought it and it's been and, changed and hands a hundred times now hockey what? Canadians love hockey it's yeah, the religion isn't it to a certain extent in, in winter Canadians love hockey actually talking about the Tim Hortons uh, I found many uh, progressive points of view and uh, sort of people who care in Canada and are sort of socially aware as well. But there's one thing that nobody seems to take any notice of uh, that sort of struck me, and is that everybody drinks out of paper cups that they throw away after one usage everywhere all yeah. the time. Even when you're ordering a cup of coffee and you're staying in the cafe, in the Tim Hortons or in the Starbucks, you always drink. You never have mugs like we're having at your home, Ben. And I'm looking at you, Ben, because you built this country. Damn right I did. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I think they used to do that at Tim Hortons, is that they would give you a ceramic mug that you could sip out of. But nobody does this. But have you been to, like, 
the Tim Hortons like in the countryside yes. or anything? Yeah, yeah, in Quebec, a lot. Yeah. And it's the same over there. I guess there. they just did it everywhere now. I guess it's just faster for paper cups instead of just like collecting they, and cleaning mugs. But you care about the environment, right? I mean, right. You, no, I agree with that. They're really. recyclable, I that, guess. That's yeah. what people say, but that's not actually true. I mean, at one point they changed it because I remember like when I came here five years ago, it was the same. They used to give a lot of those ceramic, uh, ceramic mugs, yeah. but then they changed it. They started giving the disposables more often. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Well, it, it, uh, it's not environmentally friendly. I enjoy and I'm sorry on behalf but we, of the planet. Well, uh, <laughs> at least, uh, of at least we recycle. We do recycle. We recycle. We, we recycle everything. You Have recycle you seen our well. green bins, man? It's oh, crazy. I, I'm not saying you don't recycle. I'm just saying that's really, really weird. Because if everybody were to buy one cup that you can reuse and carry it around with them, that's what I've been doing in Canada. I don't know. Well, it would just free up so much garbage, so much because every single cup of coffee anywhere drank in the city is a paper cup. I think it is encouraged, like a lot of people do encourage that, but the only thing is that Toronto is a very fast-paced life, so nobody really has time in the morning. Everyone's like, hey, I'll just pick up my coffee and go. Yeah, but you can walk around with a mug in your bag. But it's not very practical, especially if you have to ride like the... Yeah, well, saving the planet isn't always practical, but it's maybe a (laughs) tiny bit useful. Okay, what else? (laughs) That's why I wrote this, I didn't write this, I changed the rig of your hymn. So it's like uh, Canada, you're really, really great and you're very nice. But what's up with this whole cup business? So, Let's hear it. Okay. Okay. Do you want to sing with me or not? Just I, think we can cry. I thought you said you changed no, the lyrics. Well, I did. I'll, I'll do it alone then. Oh, Canada, you great and What's up with paper cup demand? Just a pumpkin spice or a French vanilla ice Every time one's thrown away A quick one from Tim Or a cozy venti with cream I kind of feel the need to say Show us the way Get an effing mug and use it every day Or ask Tim for one when you have your chai to stay And maybe they'll do the same like my rendition it was lovely you didn't mind that I, I, I said bad words during your national hymn no it's all right I did man you how did. dare you yeah how dare I feel you. like Ali's more patriotic than Ben I love Canada I, what just, it is. Yeah. I love Canada also yeah but it's more <laughs> that's like that's all I gotta say I quite like Canada too yeah it's Canada more like love it or leave it that's what Addy says that's not actually what Addy no says. I, I say it's a great country for what it is because it gave me a new life 
Well, something that was very uh, remarkable about that performance is that you were very uh, patient during it, didn't heckle or criticize it while it was happening, and were very polite the whole while. So I think a huge part of Canadian life and being Canadian is politeness. I was thinking, you come from Mexico? Not that people are rude or anything there, but... Yeah, yeah we are very rude people. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you must have noticed this a lot when you were Oh, here. yeah. Yeah, I had to be educated when I first came here. I was How so? Very... In Mexico, at least when I speak in Spanish, like I would say that every one or two sentences, we say at least one bad word. Right. And I tended to translate that as well when I first started speaking mm -hmm. in English. So I had to like tone myself down and say like no this is not polite or so you just swear a lot when you were yeah or you just like don't use the right terms like you know mm, you I can't understand. call has Canada... you can't call them dwarfs you have to call them little people and like like all that, all that kind of stuff that you know <laughs> like politically correct stuff well i mean you could say that yeah but like no but it's not just like be being politically correct it's being like polite and being conscious of other people around you and, and uh, yeah uh, what what makes them uh, exactly what makes them you know uncomfortable I guess, right. or yeah. has being uh, in Canada made you more patient I think so yeah yeah well I would say that being in like living in Mexico made me more patient because now this is like so chill that I don't have a a reason to be upset yeah exactly everything's Everything is like pretty, yeah, relaxed. Well, that's, that's quite funny because I had a, a sort of a masterclass of Canadian patients here in Toronto. And it's a fantastic, I mean, it, it's a great city and there, there's surely lots of great things to see. But I just happened to be at the worst open mic of the history of microphones. <laughs> and by the third guy who was uh, playing for half an hour instead of five and who was sort of playing these same chords out of rhythm all the time. And I was, it was making me really strangely nervous because... I'm very sensitive to music, but all the Canadians in the room, they were sort of politely not doing anything after 30 minutes. And it was, it was sort of a, huh, they have superpowers. These people have superhuman patience. Sounds like Canadians. And you, would, do. you yeah. wouldn't even interrupt somebody, I mean, doing something awful for an hour, an hour and a half. You'd probably just stay there sitting and just Probably enjoy a drink. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I was suffering. And the Canadians didn't even mind a tiny bit, which is amazing. I was amazed. I don't know. I feel like there's a, you know, a philosophy that just, like, fools will, like, reveal themselves, you know? Like, there's... Why would you... If you tell a guy to, like, shut up or something, mm -hmm. like... Um, what does that mean? Fools will reveal themselves. You don't have to tell somebody that he's shitty. He's oh. showing the whole world that he is shitty. But shouldn't he know? Not yeah. necessarily. Not all people are self-aware, so... Well, I mean, that, that's how you become a better uh, perf performer at open mics, is if you know that maybe you're not supposed to go for the full hour and you only had five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I think the main thing is that we, we don't judge here. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we don't judge and uh, we trust that people are going to learn from their mistakes because everybody mm. has their own journey, right? Like everybody's going to I think learn. that's it. I actually think that's a big part of it is like yeah. you don't know this person's full story. Exactly. So you don't get to tell them to shut up because exactly. or, or or maybe like maybe you just shouldn't. Like maybe you could, but you just shouldn't because mm. you don't you don't know their full story. There you go. That's I guess talking that's like a true Canadian. Hey, let's have a uh, let's sip politely and sip uh, our Earl Grey tea while we have a little break. Excellent. Let's do it. Break. Break.
Hello, fan of adventure, music and culture. A little reminder to have a look at the blog ukuleleroadtrips.com. It's very nice, says my family. But I think it's very nice. You should have a look. And also you can support the project, keep it alive by donating or checking out the Patreon page, which is where I post exclusive updates and also tutorials. Yeah. Right. Okay, everybody refilled on tea? Yes, we did. Sure yes, nice. we are ready to go. I wanted just to make sure the listeners know what makes Toronto Toronto. First things first is the tower we already mentioned but forgot to really highlight. What's it called again? CN Tower. CN. Like C Canadian. Dot N dot Tower. C. What? Oh, sorry. Come again? Yeah, CN Tower. Oh, I thought it was like Ocean. Ocean. No, no, no. Tower. So that's the tower. It's pointy yeah. and it's very nice. And by the lake. And also the other thing... It's taller than the Empire State Building. Yeah, take that, United States. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I, I, think, I think at this point it's just piling misery over them. Uh, <laughs> but let's not go into politics now. Uh, but you will, oh, some, another thing that is very Toronto is... Uh, maybe it's one of your idols, Adi. It's an Indian immigrant who... Why, uh, why would you say all Indian immigrants are my idol? <laughs> You brought That's, him up. But, oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were just talking about him. Uh, would you like to tell the listeners who the mystery Toronto person well, is? Well, if you ever follow basketball, you would probably have heard of him. Basketball, He's like the, the game with the hoops and the balls. Right. He's like the biggest Toronto Raptors fan. His name is Nav Padia. And I think Ben knows more about him than me. Yeah, well, I'm a big Raptors fan, so I watch lots of the games, but it's funny that that this persona of Nav has kind of like reached beyond um, immediate sports circles. So what he does is he he goes to games and has a very distinctive look. Yeah, like he he wears a turban, right? So you can spot him in the crowd pretty easily. And he has courtside seats, and he's just like a notorious Raptors fan. So you can see him at every home game. Courtside means he's in the middle of a judgment or something. Uh, courtside, so he's like sitting right beside where the court ends. Oh, you mean the field? Yeah, the court. Okay, the, the court. court, the field of play, <laughs> I guess. All oh, right. Um, so he's behind the hoops. Yeah, so he's sitting where right the, underneath the hoops. So you can the see him on television. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so he just like goes crazy whenever the Raptors score. Uh, and, and he's become uh, quite the celebrity. He's become time. a celebrity, yeah. And he, he's, um, I don't know, he's just like, by all accounts, like seems like a very happy and jolly guy. And uh, I don't know, is he like a fat guy also? Is that why I called him jolly? <laughs> well, for one thing, he brought a lot of Indian people to watch yeah. the game, and, right? Yeah, and like really? definitely. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's like, he's obviously Indian. And then, right. you know, you're thinking, hey, why is this Indian guy watching basketball when we play cricket in India? Yeah. And then you're thinking, okay, maybe I should watch the game too. And then all of a sudden you're like, go Raptors! Yeah. Yeah, and it gives you that feeling of pride, right? Because Raptors did do well for a bit. Yeah, they're doing well right now. Yeah. But I think that's also just true of like Raptors fans in yeah. in, general, in general. Is that like they're more cult, like more uh, racially diverse. Like uh, right. basketball just has a wider appeal. It's cheaper to go to Raptors games, so more people from different economic classes well, can go. That's cheaper to go to see the Raptors than yeah. what other reptile? Oh, <laughs> than the like the Maple Leafs hockey uh, game, which oh, which is a different sport. 
different sport. But that's also a great sport. I like it a lot. Yeah, but the the Maple Leafs games are just uh, really expensive, so you don't really have the same access to go to those games as you would a Raptors game. I see. Okay, so Raptors it is. Oh, and another thing, and this is more Canadian-wide, but which, and all three of you, which Justin do you prefer? Are you more Bieber or Trudeau? Because they're both sort of central to your identity, I, I would say. It's a tough choice, but I would go for JT. Is that Justin Tieber? Yeah. <laughs> Just, no, Justin you mean Tieber. Trudeau, your prime minister. Correct, yeah. You like him? Oh yeah, he's like my idol. I actually have a picture of him in my bedroom. I feel like that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and I actually light a candle to him. He's kind of like my saint. I feel like that's <laughs> even less true. And I ask that, so please give me permanent residence, Justin. That's what I do every night. Oh, that makes sense now. I yeah. understand. It's in your whole immigration process. How about yeah, you? and it's part of like my Mexican culture that you, know, you dedicate your life to a saint. So yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My saint is Justin Trudeau. Anybody for Justin Bieber? Adi, who do you prefer? Justin Bieber or Justin Trudeau? Well, Battle of the Justins. Ideologically, Justin Trudeau is a great guy. Right. I like what he says. He doesn't sing as well, does he? <laughs> no, he, but he does box, right? And, or at least we have pictures of him boxing. And, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Which, which got him all those female votes. <laughs> But is that, oh, wow. is that what got him your vote too? No, no, no. Can I, you vote? I can't vote here, so oh, okay. I'll leave that to Ben. There's okay. one vote between us. <laughs> right. And where does your, which way does your vote swing? Yeah, I voted for Trudeau in the last election. Obviously, because Justin Bieber wasn't... He wasn't running. He wasn't running. But if he or were he? running for your, you know, like your heart or your affection, which Justin would you pick? I'd probably still pick Trudeau. What? Okay. Right, because Bieber only... doesn't really live in Canada. He's like, most of the time he's in California, so... You gotta think that he spends okay. more time in California. Well, right. I'm... Well, okay, fine. Well, even if my vote doesn't count because I'm not Canadian, I'm just gonna give mine to Justin Bieber. I feel he's a bit left out from the sofa. Yeah. One vote for Bieber. Well, I've got a tiny little quick song about uh, this. Uh, it's called The Battle of the Justins. Oh, I thought you were gonna okay. sing Sorry. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense, because you, because Canadia. Yeah. Well. And it's Justin. And it's Justin's song. Justin's song. That's perfect. But it's a different one. Just in time to see the just between these two charming smiles, sweetest you ever seen. And through all of the fight, all of the fight will cheer all of the night. All of the night you'll hear It's the battle of the Justins On the ring the punch and tussle For the Canadian's affection There are two but there can be just one for sure Starts with an apology. Bieber says, No way, man, it's me that's sorry. All of the fight, all of the fight will cheer. All of the night, all of the night will hear. 
It's the battle of the Justins On the ring there may be tussle For the Canadian's affection There are two but there can be just one for sure You go, you go, no, no After you, please, please, please not a punch the crowd just sits politely they'll pretend that's just the way that it should be all of the night all of the night you'll hear all of the fight all of the fight they'll cheer for the battle of the justins where a maple leaf heart will Quite surely, the Canadians affection with politeness, kindness, courtesy, and that's oh, oh, that's how we go about about oh, 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 go about a fight, a fight, yo. Oh, did you like the song? Amazing. Yeah, we'll just move away quickly from that one. Um, something strange. Maybe it shocked you guys when you arrived. I mean, I had no idea, but the Queen is on your money. The Queen, the English Elizabeth II Queen, is on your plastic money. You're from Ottawa, Ben, which is sort of the capital. It's it not is sort the of capital. The, it <laughs> is the capital. So you know about these um, institutional things. What's the Queen doing on your money? It's just Canada used to be a British colony. Right. Yeah, so the. America. And we just never really severed that oh. tie completely. So, I don't know. There are lots of, like, loyalists. Yes. You hear them, people who, like, enjoy the, the tradition of how Canada's lineage chases back to Britain. So, the Queen's always been on our money. I guess With, people like without it Without Quebecs. Way. They're pretty upset about that over in Quebec. About what? <laughs> about the Queen being... No, no. About well, they can the use I'm credit joking. cards. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Well, I don't know. Another institutional quirk is that uh, although absolutely nobody in Toronto speaks French, French is everywhere, sort of. On all the official signings, French is there. How, how come? What's the point? Uh, just like, I guess it's federally and in Ontario, just bilingual province, bilingual country. So basically, if you speak French, you have the right to have French stuff given to you. I read that there were more Chinese people than French people in Toronto. Probably. Well, the <laughs> you Tor stuff Toronto from? Chinatown is the second largest Chinatown in North America. Oh, yeah. There's a fact. But I mean, like, the two official languages of the country are English and French. English and French, yeah. I mean, the demographics are changing, like, for sure, but... Officially, it's still the main yeah. line, right? But, but is it, like, when you go to school here, you learn French, right? Yeah, so. you get French courses yeah. and stuff like that. Can you speak French, Ben? Uh, not really. I haven't had much opportunity to practice, especially since I moved to Toronto. I guess if you go to Vancouver, uh, they have signage in French, Chinese, English, even Punjabi. Yeah. True. There are all kinds of signage there. So this is just one part of Canada. Yeah, but right now we're in Toronto, so let's right. stick to Toronto, because right. that's what the podcast okay. is about. Well, I wanted to take a little drive out of Toronto quickly and talk about something, and it's Niagara Falls. Have you been there, guys? Yeah. Right, because all my youth, there's little confession here, I had a big poster of Niagara Falls in my room. 
I always imagined uh, Niagara Falls to be surrounded by nature in a very peaceful way and that it would be, well, I thought it was in Africa for a long time, actually, <laughs> but it's in Canada. It's right at the border between Canada and the States, an hour down, an hour south from here. Uh, what's remarkable about that place is this beautiful, beautiful, uh, sort of these falls and lots of casinos and brand new buildings. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite odd. No, I think it's fun. I think okay. that's the interesting part as well because a lot of people, even from the United States, come to Canada to see the falls from the Canadian side because mm -hmm. it's more fun. Yes, and <laughs> it is great. Yeah, if you, have, if you haven't noticed, there are more people on the Canadian side than on the American side because... Because of the election. Because it's more fun. <laughs> because it's more fun. I, I did think it was weird that they had so many casinos and like such like a weird economy has sprung up around around the beautiful around, landmark natural yeah. landmark so if nature sculpted something and you just put casinos on top of it yeah but it's like wherever there are tourists there are going to be tourist traps mm. right anyway what happened is i tried to go on the american side to see it from the other side because i wanted to have sort of both uh sides of the view and it turns out you need a passport to go in a, to the states which is fair enough so they took me to customs they made me wait a bit and then they told me to turn around and i took the bridge again but it still had to pay the fee of the how, how much was that? Uh, four seventy-five. So oh, it's all right. fuck! It, well, it's like three coffees at Tim Hortons, <laughs> right? You were robbed, man. <laughs> you had to pay less than five. That pays your rent in like Mississauga or something like that. Said, no, okay, no, is... Augustine, he's talking four dollars and seventy-five cents. Oh, okay, that as well. Oh, you you thought I meant four hundred and seventy-five? <laughs> yeah, which well, is still pretty cheap for rent. Not for a bridge, though. <laughs> Not for going over a bridge. What happened was I then went over to the other side. And I thought, I'd climb over the barriers, you know, the one where it says yeah. danger, do not cross. Well, I climbed over that so I could go and sit on the nice rocks and not be disturbed by all the tourists taking selfies. And so I could just relax by the, by the things. But then people started getting worried and they called me and I was just sitting there. It w really wasn't dangerous at all. But then I got arrested mm. by the local police. Mm -hmm. And so they asked me to come up and we had a chat and... Uh, but then we, we got talking, um, the policeman and myself, uh, we started chatting. And while he was taking my information for you know, his report, uh, I asked him a few questions uh, that I recorded. So uh, we can listen to that uh, briefly. And we talk a bit about living in Niagara, uh, by the Niagara Falls. And so here's uh, Alex and I. Hi, Alex. Uh, thanks for taking care of my safety. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for your patience as well, obviously, as I was trespassing. No problem. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, as you've got a little moment, um, you've been here a while, right? In Niagara, Niagara Falls. Yes, almost 30 years. Right. In the force? Uh, in, here in the force, right by the falls, yes. Oh, right. Have you seen the, the, the place change a lot in these 30 years? It's changed a little bit in the skyline. Um, more industry, more uh, commercial businesses have come in. So, obviously, catering to tourism. And uh, it does take a little bit away from the skyline but it is still a beautiful area to come visit. Have you seen a change in the, in the tourism industry as well? Has that boomed at a certain point in it, time? It was very busy in the 1990s. Obviously, in the early 2000s, uh, after 9-11, it became uh, a lot less busy here. Mm -hmm. And in recent years, because of the value of the Canadian dollar, we're seeing a lot more tourism, a lot of people coming from all around the world. Yes, I've seen people from China, Japan, Yes. And lots of uh, people taking selfies, which is very nice. <laughs> it's nice to see people enjoying the area. We have people from all over the world, all different cultures, all different walks of life. And it's, uh, it's nice to see people come together and enjoy the beauty of Niagara. 
Right, and the little thing, you told me you, uh, you're raising a family here uh, yes. at Niagara Falls. How is it, because it's a very touristic and lo uh, place and lots of casinos and things like this. Yes. How is it raising a family in a, in a well, by such a lovely site, but also in a, in a place where there's such a huge amount of tourists, tourists coming through and leaving and moving? It's actually, it's actually a lot, quite enjoyable. It's a very safe place to be, mm -hmm. and because uh, of your your good work. <laughs> well, I don't Maybe. know about that, but it's, it's just generally known as a very safe area. Right. And uh, we enjoy having people come through because it's nice to meet and learn about people from all over the world, and not just your own little corner of the earth. Right. But probably the rest of the city isn't what we see on the yes. the, the waterfront. It's a bit different and more. Uh, Exactly. It's a bit suburban, maybe? Yes, it is. It, the concentration of the, of the heavy tourist area is right along the border, and it only, here in Niagara Falls, encompasses a few square miles. So the majority of people just know that in the busy season to stay away because it's very busy. All right. Well, thanks a lot for this, uh, this info, Alex, and keep up the good work of uh, keeping an eye Thank on the you, tourists. Sir. They, they, they don't all have uh, good intentions sometimes. <laughs> well, it's nice to meet people like yourself, and uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to, to spend some time with you. Okay, thanks very much. You're very welcome. Canadians are so nice, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed. So patient and humble <laughs> and always, just always nice. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It's a nice place to be. And I yeah. think it's even, uh, it, it, it's even more noticeable when you go back to your own country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you compare. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what was the difference then, Eddie? Well, the main, well, one of the main things was like here you'd open doors for everybody, and over there I tried doing that. I opened the door, and they're like, "Ah, what are you doing? Get out of the way!" You know. Get. <laughs> but in Indian. But, well, they speak English in India as well, so. Uh, oh. He did say, "Get out of the way." <laughs> <laughs> so, Mexico contrasts quite nicely too. Yeah. With the policeman, not the same. Oh God! Like you in Mexico, you are more afraid of the cops than actual criminals. Like well, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, like, no, it's, I you. Luckily in Niagara Falls, they're very courteous and uh, yeah, yeah, enjoyable company. A last little thing: we can end up on a lighter note. I'll just ask all of you to pick out one thing that you really like about Canada. What would that be, Adi? Well, that's putting me on the spot. Like, it is. give me a few seconds to think about but it. You mentioned something about a beaver today. Oh yeah. Oh, you like beavers? I like beaver tail. Yeah, of course. It's you a do. dish. It's a dish. He knows oh, I know. Okay. I know. Come on, he lives in Canada too. <laughs> so beaver tail is like this awesome, awesome dish. Which is not actual beaver. No, it's like fried flatbread, uh -huh. and they lace it with chocolate, and wait for it, M and M's. <laughs> And wait for it. Cinnamon, apple, wow, sugar. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's like something you gotta try if you come to Canada. Look for a beaver tail stall, and, and then you can hibernate. Try it. You could. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something Augustine. Something Canadian. You wanna. Uh, you'd like to bring back uh, to Mexico to share with uh, your countrymen? Well, I hope I don't have to go back to Mexico, but <laughs> if I get to, um, like maple syrup, as stereotypical as it might be, like goes well really, really with them. Like they love it when I bring it over. Do you get them the good stuff? 
Yeah, the good stuff. I heard that they sort of tie trees together and make holes in the the trees to get this uh, liquid out, the maple syrup. I know, like you like nail like a, a hole into the tree and then the sap comes out and then you gotta like boil it and do all sorts of stuff to it. Oh, and that's you, how you get it. You can't put it straight from the tree on your pancake. No. No? Nobody does that? No. Squirrels probably dip their uh, hazelnuts in it. <laughs> I imagine. That's what they do, yeah. yeah. I guess bears but, do. Yeah, what I was saying, like the good right, stuff, I was just saying, like, not the Aunt Jemima stuff. You want, like, the authentic, like, yeah. from. Oh, you mean exactly. from President's Choice? No, not from President's Choice. Oh, you God. want the stuff that comes in a can. Exactly, yeah. Give this man his permanent residence. Well, <laughs> if, as we're also choosing something uh, Canadian to take back to our countries or to share, I'm going to go for patience and politeness. Uh, what do you choose, Ben? Uh, for you to bring back with you? No, for you, uh, that you would like to share with the rest of the world that you think is so fantastic about Canada. Oh, boy. Uh, that's a tough, uh, that's a tough question. I think what you want to do the is... The raptors, maybe. Yeah, maybe the raptors, or maybe just, like, just bump into a Canadian and see if you can, like, piss them off. And that would be, like, a fun game. <laughs> I think you'll lose. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for taking part in this podcast. Thank um, you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Go Canada. Boy, well that's it for the podcast. A big thanks to Adi, Augustine and Canadian Ben. What a great chat that was. Diverse backgrounds, diverse topics, all resonate as one to say thank you so much, dear listener, for listening till the very end and catch more episodes very soon. Yeah. Woo! Bye-bye.